We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Justin has a rare combination of intelligence, of size, of strength, and speed. You forget how big of a of a man he is until you're up on him. He's not a small man. And um, and so I just think every year he's gonna continually get better. Um, and um, so I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. Devin Warren deciding to comment on a player on Football Matters, which was interesting, is he didn't have to, but he did. And when he starts to sound football-y, it raises all kinds of questions about how involved is he rather than just being a sounding board and support for Ryan Poles? Is he more actively involved than we would know while he's trying to cadge down the tax bill in Arlington Heights, where I believe the Bears will ultimately end up, no matter what they're saying about downtown? I'm not as sure as you are, but I'm also like, well, where are they going to build something? What's he going to do? Where's South the- Lots? But they're not going to own that. Yeah, that's the problem. It's, it, it wouldn't make any sense. It's going to cost a little more. Build it, own it, make the money. Yeah, you, you, there's a there's a, got to be a number that maybe isn't the number that Fritz Kagey threw out there, but there's got to be a number, and and then the the schools will be like, okay, this is fine. This works for me. Sixty million, let's go. And it only costs you sixty million. And you start building your thing instead of oh, we're gonna go to the city and we're gonna. Go down to the lakefront at 87th Street and build something down there. Anyway, Mm-mm. you know that we, we live in a new age now where we're dealing with athletes who respond to things differently and have a lot more agency in their own voice and their own social media channels. Does it mean anything to you that Justin Fields stopped following the Bears? And also so did Uno Fields, his dog. I don't know that I know the whole story because I would need to know the full context for how long has he followed the Bears? Right. Is this something, I mean, do we know that the moment he was drafted, did he start following him? I don't, I guess I don't really know enough about his individual online proclivities to to derive anything from it, divine anything from it. I'll tell you this about the timeline. I don't know the specific timeline myself personally of when he actually hit unfollow and when uno took his paw and hit unfollow too but uh you know people are on watch for this fans are on watch for this so i think if it would have happened at any point earlier people would have taken notice we would have heard about it by now so i assume that this is new you know there's no i don't have a timeline for it but that's my assumption 
it's interesting like that does that tell people more than hearing Kevin Warren talk about Justin Fields? Do people feel like they they can read a tea leaf and go, oh, well, he's unfollowed them. This also seems to be, I, I don't want to even call it a trend, but it's happening a little bit more frequently with Gen Z athletes. When they're like, oh, well, I'm I'm done. How often is it predictive, though? I don't know. I I, I need someone to do an actual study on it. Because, you know, didn't this happen? What was, wasn't there another bear? Didn't Jalen do this? Didn't Jalen either stop following or took away all of his bear stuff from Instagram? I think I have that right. Please, I'm only going to have pictures of me out on a boat. No pictures of me as a bear. Just going to be out here. Living on my own. I don't need the bears. And then you have one of the best years ever, and you're probably going to get a lot of money, although not until after they tag you. And then they can keep negotiating, which is probably the right move. Tag them to delay this as long as you can, figure out where you can spend the money, and then offer them a deal. You don't mean tag them on social media. Maybe oh, no, that would be bad, inclu- I think, right? Including them in the posts about them and not sub- I mean, the franchise tag. Ah. Wink, wink. Ah, so I'm back back to tag puns here with Lawrence (laughs) Boris. Don't don't tag my client. Oh, God. I'm not going to survive this. This this has got to stop. No, this is a great bit. I even thought of one during the break. I bet you did. (laughs) Don't let this be... A Bellinger of things to come. See, this is, I'm not, I'm just not. <laughs> it's bad you know what I do. like to say? What? Whoever snelt it, dealt for it. Ah! Sorry, guys. I, I apologize. I should what? not, I, I should not <laughs> be countenancing any of this. But I apparently have no choice. I, I, I think it works. Mm-hmm. The people want more of it. No, they don't. I now want people to no. start writing them for me. No, you don't. No. Now, now the texters are going to. And now, and now I'm going to have no place to turn. I'm going to have no place to Texters, to why, don't you, why don't you write for, for Lawrence Boris? No. But they can only be puns with his clients send or the, other stuff. Send, I don't know. It says t- uh, Kyler Murray did this last year. That's who it was. It didn't mean anything. I thought Jalen did it too, though. Eight one five said Roquan did this. Roquan did it. That's and, and he left. So that in that case, it was a little bit more predictive. And then Kyler was like, "No, everything's cool. My knee's fine. We back Call of Duty. You know, that's how we roll." So maybe it's a nothing. Chances are it's a nothing, and it has nothing to do with anything because it's not up to Justin Fields. Correct. That's the thing. There's no real – he doesn't have agency in this. He doesn't have a lot of power at all. The hope is that he has a good enough – for him, I'm looking at this from Justin's perspective. The hope is that he has a good enough relationship with Ryan Poles that Poles will at least say to him, look, man, we're going to trade you 
where what would be the best spot for you? I'm not promising that I can get you to where you want to go, but I'll do my damnedest because you're that guy. Like we appreciate what you've done for the Bears. We'll we'll do our best to do right by you in a trade. And if it's out there for them to make it, great. And if not, okay. You have to find the you have to find the best deal if you're Ryan Poles. It's been interesting because it kind of felt like when the offseason began that most folks were just kind of a, like, no, you can't even you can't even think about trading the number one pick again because when are you, when are you going to be in a position like that? The Bears still have a lot of stuff to fix. Like, and they can get a lot of it done between the draft and free agency, but there's still a lot that they need to get done. It's probably the best situation that a number one pick has has come into or in the realm of best situations the number one pick has ever come into if they draft Caleb Williams, but they're not quite complete. So I, I am curious to see how, what the approach is. Um, and you can't do like rookie center and rookie quarterback. Some say you can. I, I think that sounds awful risky. Super risky. Unless the guy is an absolute ass kicker, special talent, automatic stud, which you don't usually see coming out of college. It's rare. Because they're usually, if, it, if you're that polished a collegiate center, it usually means you're undersized for the position in the NFL. Like, those guys exist, but most guys who end up at center in the NFL are not playing it in college. I've been thinking a lot about the moves that were made over the weekend. We haven't really talked about it. Eddie Jackson is released. And that's what was going on in the open with the serial. Yeah, I know. Okay. But And Cody Whitehair being released. I, I wonder with Cody... If he would trade it all, would trade all the versatility. Like, is that a curse for football players? No, I kept him in the league a long time, I think. Instead of maybe perfecting guard? Yeah, I think there's there's no downside to versatility. I don't know. If you, if you end up like, oh, I can play all these positions. Well, can you really play one? I well, made, a, made a Pro Bowl at center. Yeah. And then he couldn't snap. No, but he's had. An, I think he's had a really nice career. It's a, it's a very nice career, and he's made a lot of money. And he was very grateful for the opportunity. He made a was it a social media? I don't know. And he's probably not done. Yeah, someone will. He can be someone's swing guy. That, there you go. The versatility will help lengthen his career because he can play any position on the line. But I was thinking specifically guard to center, like not like. You can play a couple of guard spots, fine. But the idea of, well, do you keep someone on a roster because if we get into a disaster, he can go out there and play yes. center? Yes, that happened with the, with the Bears and Matt Slauson. Oh, yeah, Matt Slauson. Remember? They said, can you play center? He said, I'll try. They had to start him for a few games. Happened with Dan Feeney. Bad. No, he's out there, though. Out there making snaps and <laughs> snapping. Um, what do you make of the Bears 
the reports that the Bears will make up their mind on what they're going to do with their quarterback that situation. seemed like an, just a weird, strangely sourced excuse to write a column. Which is so many of those headlines that you scroll past, you're like, ooh, what's this? And then you read it, and you're like, we already knew that. There's nothing in there. There's no information there. It's like, well, it's it's 10,000 words. But what do I need to know? Could you make it 500 words? And then I know something. Hey, man. Some, that's what they're telling you. Joe Cowley is the king of that. Joe king Cow- of? 500 words, and there's always something in there I didn't know, or, I, or I, I'm glad I found out. Well, this is kind of where we're at, though. Isn't that the whole, that's why pro football talk exists? They don't go longer than 600 words or so ever on a piece unless it's like a Mike Florio exclusive where he has to go into like, great and detail. legal stuff. Yeah. yeah, right. No, like league or legal stuff for him where he goes into great detail about stuff. But most of it is, hey, here it is. I don't mind a long form piece, but there's a time and a place for it. If you, you know, went to Serbia to hang with Jokic, like the New Yorker writer did and did a full-blown magaziner all about Jokic, which it was incredible. New Yorker did a nice I'm, piece of my buddy Roger Carter. I'm, then I'm, I'm there for it. But Shout out to Roger Carter. As a news piece, as sort of a navel-gazing, hey, let's do a podcast and write every word of a podcast, no thank you. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing that the Sun-Times and the Tribune probably have metrics. I mean, I know the Sun-Times has metrics because I know how many words they wanted me to stay within when I was doing columns. I'm guessing that we're probably in the place of most places want you to be between, you know, no more than a thousand and probably closer to 700 as far as words go. And it's hard because you have to decide, like, as I'm reading on this, if you're giving me the newspaper, like the actual broadsheet, I'm there. I can, I'm going to read your 3,000-word piece on DJ Moore. With this, as I'm scrolling and as my eyes get worse, I I am less likely to read all of your stuff until I can get a paper version of it. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so, TLDR. Like, it's so, like, I don't know how I'm... I'm, it's not that I mind reading. It's just sometimes it's about the presentation of what it is that you're reading. There's a reason that you and I read our reads off of paper. I don't need to. It's more habit than anything else. I could easily you would do it not, off the you screen. You would not like it off the screen. I do it at home when, when we have, you know, during all of COVID, yes. it was that way. Yes, but you would, you would, you, you were running around this morning. I don't have reads. Well, I, they could have said. They were, they were there. We emailed them to you. And you'd have been like, that's not good enough. That's fine. I, I need just, the paper. I, I don't I don't like the waste of paper, but I sometimes I take the paper I home and I use it to print crossword puzzles. I don't think this is a and you definitely don't waste paper. I don't think it's a waste of paper as long as we try and recycle it. We put it in the blue bins. Yeah, but people put a lot of stuff in the blue bins. Yeah, Layla said that the blue bins get thrown where everything else gets yeah. thrown. It's, it's not even actually recycling. It makes you very sad. We still got to try, though. I, I agree, Ray. And so, like, I see, I see the the guy coming to get the the blue bin from from my house, and I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in the back of your truck that is not recyclable. Oh, I hate that. 
Me too. I'm well, like, why am I separating all this stuff? I'm trying to be a good world citizen. And I'm proud to be an American. Parkins and Spiegel are hosting a QB1 town hall tomorrow from 2 to 6 p.m. in front of a live studio audience at the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage. They'll also be joined by football experts to weigh in on the QB1 debate that everyone is talking about. That's the QB1 town hall. I'm incapable. They're trying to do something big tomorrow. At the Blue Cross Blue Shield Performance Studio, they're going to debate the merits of, is it Justin Fields? Is it Caleb Williams? Does Drake May get into the mix a little bit? Better not be Drake. Is this the debate that everyone's talking about? Yes. Oh. That's why we were just a second ago, we were talking about Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears. Oh. It's the debate that everyone's talking about, and you need to treat it more seriously, Dan Bernstein. You can listen live right here on 670 The Score or the Odyssey I app. I didn't say turn into the Westwood One guy. You can watch live on Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. And now, and now, here's Danny Parkins and Matt Spiegel. That'll be tomorrow. That's David Lee, by the way, right? Yes. Westwood one. The former basketball player. Sold. No, not that David Lee. It's not him? No, it's oh. a different David Lee. It's 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 Thunderball's big voice guy. You don't you've never heard David Lee talk. You don't know if that's what he did yes, after I have. I've heard basketball. David Lee, the basketball player, talk. What does I he have. sound like? Not like that. You don't know. Maybe he's been taking lessons. No. Maybe the the true voice professionals don't always have the same voice on their big Big voice productions. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, he does, though. David Lee. Yeah. Now, listen, kids. Here's Rich Eisen. Whose turn is it to unload the dishwasher? Ah! Ah! (laughs) Could you imagine? Now, here's Kevin Harlan. Yeah, that's I am Sinistar. Like that, that you don't you don't mess with that. I right, make the Westwood guy work at the grocery store. Go. Now here's some avocados. Put your onions in the bag. Baby onions. Onions! Westwood guy works at Burger King. Go. Have it your way. Westwood one guy is Scott Boros. <laughs> no! <laughs> Now, our bellies are full. I didn't think it could get worse. See, I could take this character to a lot of places. Didn't think it could get worse until it got worse. Next up, well, actually a serious conversation. Somebody who DeMar DeRozan should have on his new series. Yes, Dinner with DeMar will explain why next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A score. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. I'm still stuck, Dan, in trying to figure out what? exactly what it is we do here. <laughs> right? Well, no, that part I've figured it out. There's fart jokes and mascots. That's all is going on here. Bernstein and Holmes. Fart jokes what? and mascots. Middays 10 to 2. On 670 The School. Sam Thomas getting set to check in for the final two minutes of the fourth quarter. Sky has tied her career high with 35. Skylar Diggins was going through some things. I had no idea. She's been going through stuff for a little while. You know, having a family and dealing with uh, postpartum depression and trying to figure out if she belongs in She's kind of an interesting figure because it feels like the game has come to her. Like when she first came on the scene, there were a lot of people who took notice of her playing while in full makeup. And it was controversial even within the league itself. Yes. And there were some people who thought, well, she's not here to play ball. She's here to be famous, and there was a level of fame that that she had, had garnered too from people outside of the WNBA world or the of the women's college basketball world when she was a star at at Notre Dame. And she her her ride in the WNBA has been kind of bumpy because she's also been trying to like live a life. We don't talk about this a lot and maybe not enough when it comes to the fact that there is a league of women that they're going to have babies. It's so funny. There was a going around this weekend was a, a, a meme of Tamika catchings holding Jaden Ivy when oh, he was a baby. Wow, Cause sure. And then them like being with each other, like hugging each other this past weekend. And it's like, that's right. Like Niel had uh, had Jaden while she was playing, and she's out here doing her thing as the coach. And it's just so funny. Like, like wow. Also, Tamika Catching is one of the greatest players that's ever lived, too. Anyway, that strays away from the point. But the struggle that Skylar Diggins has had in going to different places, the way that her career in Phoenix ended was I think an underreported and under talked about story because there were some some allegations of being treated differently because she was pregnant, not being allowed to work out with the team because it was a liability and and she was trying to figure out like with the WNBA being the most progressive professional league in, in America, some of the things, the way that she was treated on her way out of Phoenix left a scar. 
So she has another baby, and she talked a little bit about getting back to being even in the right mind frame to want to come back and play. It's different, you know. I question, like, could I do this? Did I want to do this? Like, I didn't feel like I wanted to keep playing. I didn't know, you know. And so it's been tough. And I think me and Bridget, we've been together for 10 years. She came to me in Tulsa after I had that rookie season where I averaged like 8.5 points. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to play in the WNBA. I'm just going to go overseas and like, this ain't for me. This league ain't for me. I don't fit in. And she was the one that grabbed me like, no. She's from Indiana too, East Chicago. So I'm from South Bend. That's like 45 minutes from each other. She grabbed me like, no, you're great. You know, I believe in you. Sometimes just as simple as that, you know. And 10 years later, I'm like, I don't know if I could do this. I might just retire. I might just leave. I told Janet that. And um, she pushed me. I lost 50 pounds. You know, I was 204 pounds. And I play at 145. And I was like, I can't. I can't move. I can't run. I can't walk. And we spent, like, the last, since my daughter was, like, two or three months, we've been in that gym. And I'm talking about in the gym with on our own, you know, paying for the gym to work out at the gym. And, um, you know, she got me back to that belief where I feel like now I feel stronger than I was before and I didn't think that was possible. You know, going through postpartum stuff, you just never know where you're gonna be at. And, and she pulled me out of another place. And so she is like, I can't understand, you know, I can't say enough what Bridget means and, uh, to this journey and just lighting another fire. Like, I'm coming for everything. And she put that in my mind that, you know, I could be great and I'm still great. And um, not only that, I could be better. And I really believe that. And with this group, the support system is what I need at this stage. And I really do feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm better now. I feel like I'm stronger, mentally tougher, physically stronger. And I cannot wait for the opportunity to prove that. I'm really, really... Bridget Pettis is who okay. she's talking Wh- about. Why is a WNBA player having to pay to go to a gym? These are the questions that were happening when Skyler was in Phoenix, and they they told her they didn't want her around the team, that the only relationship that they were, according to Skyler, um, the only relationship they were going to have is the checks that they were going to pay her out. And While she's suffering from postpartum depression? Yep. What the hell? Well, look, let's let's keep it a buck. Within that league, as progressive and as supportive as that league has been, there is an element that has always pushed back against players being moms. It's not everybody, it's not every coach, it's not every team. But there has there there have been some who have Looked down, I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess you're going to do that now. So is basketball not important enough to you? I mean, it's like it happens in it, – it just an, it's another manifestation of a very common and unfortunate aspect of sports in general. But that's a, that's a, a specific one that is, that is too bad. There is still some of that in that league. So not that we're producing DeMar's Dinner with DeMar, but this would be an awesome – I think – an awesome opportunity for him to reach on 
because he's talked a lot about like depression. Well, what about postpartum depression? And we know that he's a big fan of the WNBA. He's a very proud father to girls. And if, if, he, if DeMar wants my advice, I don't want your advice. But if he wanted my advice, I would say that you should sit down with Skylar and talk with her about how all this stuff has affected her. Because how many people, how many women like suffer through something that they maybe don't even necessarily have a name for it, even though they do, but they don't even know that that's what it is. And here's someone who is one of the more higher profile players in the league, love it or hate it, that was going through this and wasn't getting, I bet that one of the things that made her angry was she was thinking that she was in a place where she was going to get this level of support and did not. So now she's going to play with Seattle. I think her and Jewel Lloyd are back together. They play played together, right, in college? So her and Jewel Lloyd are back together. Neka Gumake is on that team now, too. So they're going to be a problem. I don't know if they can beat those all-stars in Las Vegas, but they're going to be a problem. They're going to have to be dealt with this year. And I I kind of like the the level of anger, like, in the middle of that cut where she's like, I'm coming for everything now. Yeah, well, I just I, I still can't get past the idea that uh, that a professional franchise would say, like, "Look, we'll we'll cut you the checks, but that's it." Yeah. At, at a dark moment that she needs to find somebody else to help pull her out. Like, a, what a what, dark moment? And what what employer does that? And a lot of and a lot of. I know that there are a lot of of pregnant women that want to stay active partially because they want to make sure that they get their bodies back and they want their babies to be as healthy as possible. And it just like her divorce from Phoenix was uh, ugly. So I'm glad that she, she feels good enough to get back into the game that she hasn't given up on herself, that she's back in playing shape and that she is going to try to continue to balance what it's like to be a mom and a WNBA player. And it shouldn't, there shouldn't have to be like a either or. Take your time off, get yourself ready. And then when you come back, you know, there hopefully opportunities will be waiting for you. And with a player as good as Skylar Diggins is proven to be, I'm glad that she's getting a chance and that that she wants to take the chance. But it was as soon as I saw it, I was like, man, this is exactly the type of thing that DeMar should be doing. Like, here you go. Here's something that you might not even be as familiar with because you're looking at it from a, a male perspective. Here's an opportunity to, to, to really put it out there and talk with someone who was going through crap. And you have a responsibility to be there for her. And, and especially, like, and, and people hear postpartum depression, it's depression. It's not. It's not like a, a subset. It, it it happens to be a hormonal imbalance, a serotonin deficiency that is often caused by the the physical physiological reset of childbirth. There are a lot of components to it, and it's not entirely completely understood. But 
you're you're casting away and aside somebody with a diagnosable mental illness. Yep, like that's that, that's just wrong. Who's clearly like been calling out for help. Like this isn't. She wasn't just suffering in silence. Like, so I wish Skylar Diggins, uh, Skylar Diggins Smith, a lot of luck, and I hope that she does well this season. And it seems like she's set up to succeed out there in Seattle. And I hope she does. And I hope that she she tells her story completely to anyone who wants to hear it. DeMar DeRozan's right there. DeMar, really, get on it. Good to hear her uh, tell her truth in that forum when she knows she is going to have at least a, a sympathetic ear and a sympathetic audience of people who are going to want to listen. Yep. Speaking of truth-telling, Shaq did some of that over the weekend. Like, I didn't have a whole lot of takeaways from the whole NBA All-Star weekend, but... Shaq was was keeping everything on the level when he was talking to Dame Lillard on the air. Like, this stuff was on the air. You want to know why? Too many people were shacked in a fool. I'm done. <laughs> Back after this on the score. Bernstein and Holmes. Mike C. Nelson. Now we know his name is Keith from the Progressive Becoming Your Parents commercials. The White Sox. I can't believe they did more due diligence on hiring a play-by-play guy than a GM. Middays, 10 a.m. till 2. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable to root for that team. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. You're one of us. You're one of us, Mike. That was oh, oh, flat tires. <laughs> That was the Motor Speedway flat tire. Oh, my goodness. Y'all see this? Half court. Did y'all see this? Lillard. Like, and I guess enough people watched. The ratings were up 18%. Yeah. Over last year, people were there for it. People liked seeing the best players in the game do stuff. Even though they're not, it's, they're not really doing stuff. <laughs> We'd like for them to do more. I guess I don't. I don't care. I didn't watch. It didn't matter to me. But what I did see, I didn't see any of that. What I did see, no, I, I saw Damian Lillard sitting with the NBA and TNT guys, and amid all of the yucking it up and all of the fun, all of a sudden, Shaq got serious, and Dame's right there, live TV. And and Shaq started dishing out the advice that it probably needs to be taken to heart. Dame, I don't have any questions. I'm going to give you some <laughs> advice because I'm your big brother. Yeah. I've been in a position you've been in before. Kenny's been in that position before. You and Giannis, you're being too nice. Yeah. When it all is said and done, it don't work out. Three people going to get blamed. Doc, you and Giannis. So you and Giannis got to make sure the troops get it done. There's no reason, that, but with Doc being there, y'all should be three and seven. That right there is on her. So, y'all, right. so when you get back, you're going to have to g- grab some people by the necks and say, hey, this is what I need you to do. So you're right. that's my gotcha. advice to you, young brother. You're right. You're right. You're right. Do you hear that, to... Tenacious? Although, yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. There's nothing he can that's do. Pro- that's the Come problem. Come on. Nothing... What's Tenacious going to do? Get an eight-second violation. Come on. Styling and profile. But how about, he's like, they said only three people are going to get blamed. Giannis, you, and Doc. Is Shaq wrong? No. They were, but, when but, they fired But Griff, he's not sitting next to him on an airplane. He's not sitting with him at dinner. That's on live TV. That's why that show's great. Because Dame knows he has to listen to Shaq. He knows. Because of what Shaq has been and who Shaq is. He's got to listen to him. If 
I'd be taking that advice. So I love I love that. And I love that the Shaq put it out there for the people. They were in second place in the Eastern Conference, three and a half games out of first place when they fired Griff. Now they're in third place, eight and a half games out of first place with Doc. Here's the thing about Doc. I get that you needed to hire somebody. I think Doc's done. Did you hear Reddick go off on Doc? Yes. I mean, out of nowhere, Reddick is like, and he played for him. And Reddick said it's always an excuse with him. There's no, always someone else's fault. There's no accountability. I'm like, wow. And even, right. even what Doc said about the guys, like, I think fans eat that up a little bit. Like, it's a little red meat for fans. It was like you've been here ten games now, fam. Don't put it. Don't. And they're worse. They're way worse. They're worse than what they were before. They're not just not better. They're not just the same. They're worse. And the other thing is, is that don't let that smile fool you. Giannis is a killer, and he's he might end up being a coach killer. But when you've won some titles and MVPs, you can you can dictate some terms. He may have dictated terms that ruined his opportunity to win a championship this year. Speaking of coaches and accountability, one thing I did notice over the weekend, I was going to talk about this among some other things. We got plenty of we time have, tomorrow. We have, rest, we have shows whole, the, whole the rest week of the week. Shows. I watched college basketball. Yeah. I watched last night's game, Houston and uh, Iowa State. It's and, fun stuff. And you know, I want to talk to Boog about it. I'll tell you that there is, I, and I realized what is. I just can't get past, or for some reason, I'm just more aware of it and more bothered by it now in college basketball, is the behavior of these coaches. Hmm. Just stop. Meaning what? Just stop. The the the, the screaming and the posing and the, the shrieking and the writing of the officials. It's like you win a game, it's because you're a great tactician and a great recruiter. You lose it, it's the referee's fault. And everybody is just, why would anyone ever want to be a referee when you're going to deal with that crap? And it, it, it won't stop. It started with like, I mean, John Wooden didn't act like that. Yeah, it's, but... It started with John the, Chaney did. He did, and Bobby Knight did, and, and Jim Bayman did, and John, Mike Krzyzewski. John Calipari. And, 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 I mean, a lot, but a whole generations did, but it's it's just, it's really off-putting. Well, the gross part about it, one of the gross parts about it is there seems to be a lot of guys who haven't accomplished much that are doing it. But just the screaming and jumping up and down. And yeah, it's one thing, I, I don't know, you really have to do that? If, and if you have to, why? What does it say about you? Why can't you just coach your team and be a normal human being when it comes to dealing with the officials? Because the, in the, most the, most of those situations, that person is has gotten to where they are partially because of the way that they have acted. That's fine. But college basketball needs a hook because you don't know who's on any team. Everybody turns over and everybody's transferring. So now it's all about the coaches because the coaches are the only ones in the same spot. And so the camera's always on the coaches, always acting a fool. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, tomfoolery going on in college basketball over this weekend. Too many fights, a lot of weird stuff. 
BetMGM and 670 The Score are honoring Hall of Famer Chris Chelios' career and retirement of his number seven jersey this Sunday. Mully and Haw will be broadcasting live at Kaiser Tiger from 12 to 3 p.m. The show is expected to feature a visit from Chris Chelios and other special guests. Come by and say hello before going to the game. That is this Sunday from 12 to 3 at Kaiser Tiger, located at 1415 West Randolph near United Center. BetMGM will also be celebrating by offering a $7 bonus bet to all customers in Illinois. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. How come everybody? <laughs> oh, you had another one. You had another pun. How come everybody want to keep it like the Kaiser? Ah! I'm going to keep up. I'm going to tell Layla not even to bother coming in tomorrow. <laughs> Parkinson Spiegel. Just me doing the bit for four hours. Right, Big pun over here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.